I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little teaching because um, I do think it's important. I have four pages of notes. But even as I was doing the notes, I thought, yeah, I don't know, God, if we're going to get to all of this. But I do want to just talk just real quickly. Um, the whole sermon is called The Renewed Mind. And I want to just encourage you to walk in a renewed mind. Because stinking thinking can really um, impact your destiny. Are you hot? Or was that just a word? Just a word. So we won't go too long. I I, I don't think so. Um, Oh, we needed to to pray. I told Lori she's watching. Well, she said she'd watch. We'll see. Lori uh, needs prayer because she had an injury. Lori Nieves. Um, And so uh, I won't get into all the details, but we just, real quickly, we just release continued healing for Lori. In Jesus' name, no more, no more, no complications come out of this, this injury. In Jesus' name. And then we need to pray for who? Who's in the hospital? What's her name? Trinity's in the hospital. This is Lori's um, granddaughter. She's in the hospital. Is it RSV? Or, yeah. And so she has, that's not good for her because she has already a compromised immune system. So we really pray God. She's she's been she's been in and out of the hospital before, but we say this is it, no more. I pray that even today she that thing turns and she's out of the hospital by tomorrow. In Jesus' name, continue to heal her little body. She's a little tiny human, and so we just pray. And she just loves the Lord, like she loves the Lord so much. Uh, in past times, she's been in the hospital. There's video of her just worshiping. So we just release healing in Jesus' name over Trinity. And her name is Trinity. Come on. All right. So Proverbs 23, 7 says this. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Let that, let that sink in for a minute. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. Um. Before either a positive thought or a negative thought, a godly thought or an ungodly thought can get into your heart, it has to start here. It starts here. This is how I look at it. It starts in the mind, and then you let that thing live in your mind. You let it take, you know, you let it have a room in your mind, and if it's either positive or negative, and then eventually it gets into your heart. The Bible says, out of the heart flows life. So that's a big deal. So it sits in your heart. And then out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Then you declare it. So what first started as a thought in given time comes into your heart. And then you speak it out. And as we know this biblically, your words create worlds. Because the power, the tongue is so powerful that the Bible says life, are in, life and death are in the power of the tongue. So what we have to do as sons and daughters of God is we have to think like heaven thinks. The mind of Christ is yours for the taking. Now, Paul, Paul's writing um, to the church of Corinth. And he says this in the 2 Corinthians 2.16, For who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. We have. Who is he talking to? He's not talking to the world. Understand that. 
This was written to the church of Corinth. We, sons and daughters, have the mind of Christ. Why? Because he says here, because we, we know the instruction of the Father. We understand, and when, when, the, when the Father speaks, we don't just say, oh, that's the devil, or whatever. I mean, there's sometimes God's told me to do something, I've been like, that must be the devil. You want me to do what? But those who know and are instructed by the Lord, Paul says, have the mind of Christ. In other words, those who allow the Lord to instruct them will carry the thoughts of heaven. Proverbs 16.20 says this, Whoever gives heed to instruction prospers. And blessed, in the, blessed is the one who trusts in God. So there's, here's the rub. Here's the rub. When God plants something in your head, don't ignore it. Do not ignore the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it comes like a thought, like it's so clear. For me, it's a clear thought. It's like, man, I know this is God. Like last night, I knew when I was praying, God wanted to pray for uh, businesses and finance today. I knew it. So I knew it, got on my heart, and then I spoke it, and we declared it. And we're going to, I'm telling you, because God said it, we're going to see some pretty crazy financial stuff happening. Same thing we just saw. This was amazing what we saw here. In, because I'm like, oh, yeah, but I always want to pray for healing. So God's like, okay. okay, right? My mind is renewed, comes into the heart. I speak it out. We're going to pray for healing. My dad comes, prays for healing. And guess what? We have, and there, I'm sure there's more, but we have this miracle that started in her feet that's going to keep on going. Don't despise small beginnings, even in, even in healing. Don't despise small beginnings. Um, let me tr- try to condense this here. The more... Yeah, be careful. Don't be careful now. The, now, you could say that to me because I, after all, I get, I get bored of myself, so I just, I'll stop... Um, in order to live life according to the design God has for you, according to your design, you must put off the old ways, right, of thinking, the old ways of thinking and the old ways of doing. And this is pretty simple. It means to be born, like being born again means the old man is dead. I'm born again. I love what Dub said the other day. It's not just being saved. It's being born. I think that was Dub. It's being born again. Like, I can save someone, and they can still hate me. Like, I can save a, a person that's drowning, and I can put them to shore, and I can give them mouth-to-mouth. Eh, I don't know if I would give them mouth-to-mouth. I mean, whoever somebody's around, hey, I pulled them up. Now you give them mouth-to-mouth. Dude, they have a thing now. Where's Laris? He's a EMT. They have a thing now where you actually don't have to put your mouth on a mouth. There's like a thing. Anyway, that was for me. That was designed for me. But, Lee, I can grab you from drowning, pull you on the land, resuscitate you. You can stand up and go, thank you. Now, I hate you. Get out of my face. I still don't, whatever, I don't like you. But guess what? I've saved you. But you haven't recognized me as a Lord where you wouldn't. But like Jesus, just because he saves you doesn't mean you recognize him as Lord. This is why he says you must be born again. So you cannot have renewed mind Really and truly, unless you're born again. And once you're born again, there is a thing that comes 
It's sozo. It's all healing in every part of your body, mind, soul, spirit, gets healed. And now you have the mind of Christ, or at least you have access to the mind of Christ. You still have to choose it to get rid of your what? Stinking thinking, right? You still have to choose that. Because God's not one who likes, he doesn't want robots. Like, you, you, you are a son, but you can choose how you want to think. And if you want to think, in, there's Laris right back there. Laris, hi. Uh, was I correct about that thing? There's like a thing you put on the mouth? Yeah, I know I was correct. Right? So, it's an entirely new way of living. If your old man is dead, stop trying to resurrect him. Some practical ways to change the way you can think. Spend time with Jesus. This is really big. It's been big the last few months. God is calling us back into the secret place. The presence of God is what leads his people. Wise men still walk. There is still a cloud and there is still a fire. There is still a cloud by day and a fire by night. We just have to recognize it and we have to go with the, with the cloud. Remember Obed-Edom a few, months, a few months ago, a few weeks ago, we talked about Obed-Edom and he had, he had the Ark of the Covenant in his house and he wasn't just entertaining it, he was hosting it. It wasn't just a visitation for him and his family, it was a habitation. And he, so he changed the way he thought to, to, to everything now was focused on the presence of God and because of it, guess what happened? He was blessed. Why? Because he didn't just entertain the presence of God. He hosted the presence of God. A renewed mind is one who hosts God's presence. Another way, practically, you can change the way you think is by being careful who you hang out with. The more you hang out with a person or a group of people, the more you begin to talk like them, walk like them, and think like them. I mean, we see it all the time with teenagers. You see it all the time. We see, it, we see it in, you know, in, in the military, too. Guy goes to boot camp. I mean, this guy, this guy at our old church in Seattle, he was just this, this little kid, great little kid, went to boot camp, Marines, came back. I mean, it was 12 weeks or, I don't know, 16 weeks, came back, and he was a completely different person. And it wasn't for the, it wasn't for the best. It was like, so I, I'm like, like, why are you doing, like, why are you acting like this? Like, this is not who you are. It's why, because he got surrounded by, I'm not, of course, anti-Marines, but Coast Guard is the best. <laughs> Coast Guard didn't change me. I changed the Coast Guard. <laughs> Stop. You know, you guys make fun of the Coast Guard. It's, a hard, it's hard to get into the Coastie. It's hard to be a Coastie. It's, it's much harder than the Army. What? <laughs> so look, be careful who you hang out with. They'll start to affect the way you think. Man, I want to hang out with dreamers. I go after dreamers. I want to hang out with prophetic people. I want to hang out with people who encourage me. I don't want to hang out with complainers. Now, complainers are sometimes kind of fun you know, for a minute. It's kind of fun to be around a complainer because everything is the end of the world, and it's just, it's just kind of funny. But after a while, you're like, just you're annoying. Like, I don't want to hang out with people who see the world at, like it's going to hell in a handbasket. It's depressing. What? I don't, I don't like that. Because what happens is eventually I'll start to think like that. Well, maybe they're right. Maybe the hell, is, maybe the world is going to hell and maybe America is on the edge of destruction. No, I want to hang out with people like Tony, who says, "No, no, no. The word of God. That's not the word of heaven." I don't know what that means, but. 
Another thing that comes against a renewed mind is fear. Fear has no place in a renewed mind. It doesn't. Um, it's like the arch enemy. I mean, it's perfect love casts out fear. But fear starts in the mind, gets to the heart, and then you speak things out in fear. And you've, cre- you've just prophesied to that thing you're fearing. And that thing I fear the most has come upon me. And so we have to be careful how we think. God has not given you a spirit of fear, right? We know this, but what? Power, love, sound mind. So we know that at least some of fear is a spirit. At least that there's a spirit of fear. A spirit of fear attaches to you. It's never good. And so, so the Bible says God has not given you that spirit of fear. He's given you, a, he's given you power, Love and sound mind. And I was, I was praying into this last night, and I'm like, that, there's something interesting about the three. There's three things that you've given us in place of fear. And I thought, is this, is this representative of the, of the Trinity? So then I'm looking at this, and I'm like, God, is there some revelation here? He says, I've not given you the spirit of fear, but instead I've given you love. Or, or power, let's start power, right? Power, power, dunamis, the word there is dunamis, power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you walk in dunamis, power. He says, I'm not giving you the spirit of fear, I've given you the Holy Spirit. And then he says, I'm not giving you the spirit of fear, I've given you not only the Holy Spirit, dunamis, power, I've given you love, God is love, I've given you the essence of who I am, I've given you the Father, I've given you the Spirit, and I'm not giving you the spirit of fear, I've given you sound mind. Now, this is interesting because fear comes against a sound mind. Fear comes against sound doctrine in the church. We, based, we change our theology based on experience that we've had. And we, so we go from sound doctrine to fear doctrine because God didn't heal me or God didn't do this. And now I'm operating in fear. Every decision we make is either based in fear or love. There's no other, there's no in between. And so he's given us power, dunamis, Holy Spirit. He's given us love, God the Father. He's given us sound mind. Do you know, uh, do you know uh, that the, in Isaiah 11 too, the Lord, L-O-R-D, which is always Jesus, capital L in the Bible, is called the Spirit of Wisdom. Jesus is called the Spirit of Wisdom. So when fear comes upon you, you go, no, I, I don't have fear because I have the Father, the Son, and the Spirit power, Holy Spirit, love the Father, and Jesus, the Spirit of wisdom, is upon me. And we need that sound mind because fear, like I said, it clouds your judgment. Romans 12, 2 says this, be transformed, right, by the renewing of your mind. I love what the New Living Translation says. I don't read much. I don't really read the New Living, but I thought this was a great uh, version. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. This is a big deal. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Everything from the Father is good for you. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father. A renewed mind is not a passive mind. It's not a boring mind. We should never be bored living in the kingdom because the creator of the universe has given us access to incredible things in the kingdom. So Martin Smith, who's uh, to me, he's the, uh, like my dream 
you can pray. We'll pray into this. Pray into my dream, please. Like, you know, I'm a worship leader and pastor, and um, um, I'm going to be uh, doing my, my record and writing movies and all that stuff. But one of my dreams is to co-lead worship with Martin Smith. Now, Martin Smith is the founding member of a band years ago called Delirious. And that he's done his own. Now, he's, he's not that much older than me. He's maybe five or six years older than me. But I'm like, he's the godfather to me of modern worship music. And so I'm like, man, I want to lead worship with Martin. I've even reached out to him on Twitter, and he doesn't care. But anyway, <laughs> my, we have a mutual friend with Martin Smith, and he was like, you, gotta bring, you can bring Martin out, and it'll you know, only cost me like you know, $100,000. Not, not really, but like, oh, cool, you're going to pay that? You're going to pay that? You write that check for Martin? But Martin Smith says this, a songwriter should never have writer's block. Now, I've had a lot of writer's block. So I remember this when I have, do you know what writer's block is? Like you cannot finish a song, you can't start. Same with book writers, right? I mean, S.E. is an incredible uh, author and there's other writers in here. You ever had writer's block? I love what Martin Smith said, a, a believer should never have writer's block because we serve the most creative thing. We serve literally the creator of the universe and if we tap into the mind of Christ, we should, have, we should write songs for eternity. We should write books and movies. We should never have writer's block. A renewed mind doesn't have writer's block. So when I have writer's blocks, I have to, I have to go, God, renew my mind. A renewed mind is an unoffendable mind. A renewed mind is one who expects heaven on earth. A renewed mind is not moved by facts, but he's moved by truth. So we use this example. We use it all the time. You get a bad doctor's report. It's a fact that you have cancer. It's a fact. Don't be stupid. Don't be, don't be ignorant. Well, I'm just going to ignore it. No, that's not, that's not a renewed mind. A renewed mind takes the fact and puts it up against truth and says, is there any truth in this fact? And if there isn't, What's the truth of God? That you are healed. And then I say, okay, truth trumps fact. I let that truth sit in my heart. And now out of the abundance of my heart, I release the truth of heaven, which says I'm healed in Jesus' name. This is a renewed mind. Philippians 4, 4 through 8, also in the New Living Translation, reads this. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I mean, that right there will preach. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I mean, that's amazing. I say it again. Rejoice. Let everyone see that you are unselfish and considerate in all you do. Remember that the Lord is coming soon. I love that. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God your needs and don't forget to thank him for his answers. Or... Um, be thankful in everything, but remember, don't be thankful for everything or in everything. Be thankful in everything because we have God doesn't mean be thankful for everything. There's actually a difference. So, let's, so I can thank God even with a bad report or problems or whatever's going on. I can thank God in my prayers because I know God's going to answer them. And because I've seen God do uh, in my life 
miracles and just for the fact that I'm a son. I'm just thankful that I'm a son. Doesn't mean I thank God for, oh God, thank you for, uh, uh, for giving me a disease. This is amazing. Thank you. No, that's not what he's saying. And he says, don't forget to thank him for his answers. If you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. Remember, our, we've taken off our, the human mind and we put on the mind of Christ. His peace will keep your thoughts and your hearts quiet and at rest as you trust in Christ Jesus. Now, verse 8. And now, brothers, as I close this letter, let me say this one more thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and good and right. Think about things that are pure and lovely and dwell on the fine good things in others. That's really cool. See others how God sees them. A renewed mind sees the world through heaven. Not through CNN or Fox News or Newsmax or whatever. Think about all you can praise God for. Think about all you can praise God for. Is there not one thing you can praise God for in your life? Even if you can find one little morsel of, of, of the blessing in the last 30 years, think on that one thing and praise God for it. It changes the atmosphere of the room. And it says, be glad about it. Keep putting into practice all you learned from me and saw me doing, and the God of peace will be with you. This, come on up, Lee. This is so critical to our next, to the next move in this house, in this house, is it's critical that we are all reminded of who God is, where he's taking us, but we live in that with a renewed mind. Because if we allow the world to get into our mind, like I said, it clouds us. It's like, um, even a little bit, even a little bit, we had, I think I've said this before, but we had a, a youth pastor, my wife and I were on staff many years ago at this big, big old church in Seattle, and the youth pastor had this thing where he, uh, he, he baked brownies, or he brought, he, brought, he brought brownies in, right, or he made it up, and I don't remember, put it in the microwave, I don't but he had, he had brownies, and it was beautiful, he talked about this great brownie, he said, this is amazing, it tastes great, it, who wants a brownie? Everyone, all the kids. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, youth group, you should be feeding the children anyway. Jared always feeds the kids every Wednesday. And then he says this, okay, but here's the only thing about these brownies. Just one little detail. I put a, he had a dog. He had a lot of dogs. I put a little tiny bit of dog poop in the brownies. That's all, just a little bit. How many of you still want to eat it? Now, there's some idiot kids who still raise their hands. <laughs> but most were like, no, that's disgusting. Oh, really? But 99.9% of the brownie is pure. Just one little tiny, one half percent or whatever is not pure. You still won't eat it. All the kids, no. Well, a renewed mind doesn't allow even one half percent in his, in his brain that is counter to what God says. Not one little tiny speck is welcome in a renewed mind. It is always, always what God says about you, what God says about others, the plans of God for your life, the renewed mind. That's the renewed mind. And like I said, the renewed mind sits into your heart 
And out of the full, out of your heart flows life. And out of your heart, you, you speak what you really believe. I've said this before. Out of the abundance of Facebook, we know how you really think, right? Here's a really great example of, of this in the kingdom. Jesus gets word that one of his dear friends, Lazarus, has died. And the Bible says the only time we record it, we, it's recorded that he wept. Jesus wept. And some of the people were like, it's because you, did, you came too late. You didn't go earlier, and, and now he's dead. And, it's, and so Jesus weeps. Why? Because he's emotional. Why? Because remember, he's fully man, fully God. And so there's this humanity of him where he's weeping over his friend. And then what happens is the Bible says he goes to the tomb of Lazarus. And because his mind has been renewed, and he understands, he understands who God is. Now he's, right? So this is all miracles Jesus did. Everything Jesus did before us, before the cross, because he came back after the cross, um, and he walked around and he freaked people out, right? Everything before resurrection he did as a man. This is, this is my theology, and I, it's correct theology. Everything he did before, he did as a man. The Bible says he emptied himself, not of, his, not of who he was as God, but just as operating as God on earth, and he became a man. And so every, every miracle he did pre-death, resurrection, he did as a man. Otherwise, he would have never said, you can do things greater than me. So he, so he goes with the, the renewed mind, God is a healer, and, and he can raise people from the dead, and we've been talking about raising people from the dead. Now, it gets in his heart, the heart of Christ, and then he looks at that tomb, and what, is, what started here is now sitting in his heart, and he speaks, Lazarus, come forth! And guess what happens? He comes forth. Why? Because he had the mind of heaven. And he released it with his voice. The whole earth was created by the voice of God. If you continue to think and speak destruction over your life, I'm sorry to tell you, it will come to fruition. If you continue to speak life over situation, you will see life now, here's the good thing about God and the mercy of God is repentance. There's no condemnation. If you're like, man, I've been saying for 10 years, I've been saying I'm not going to live to be whatever, 50 or whatever. And, and you're now realizing, man, I've been, and I've been joking about it. And you're like, that, that, I'm actually speaking those things. All you have to do is repent. The mercy of God can change that thing. Man, I, you guys can stand. I, I will often go if I have some weird... Uh, medical thing. You know, you know, with me, it's like I give it a, a month or two if there's weird things, and usually they go away, but if I have to go to a doctor and there's a... I always remind myself of what God said over me. In Psalm 91, I got when I was about 12 years old. It's the promise of long life. And I keep that in my mind. It never leaves my mind. I've gotten other prophetic words of long life, and I keep that in my mind. That's the renewed mind. And then what I do, because it's here, it, it started here, it's actually now been in my heart, seated in my heart, and I release that thing, and I'll just speak out loud to change the atmosphere. As now I have a guarantee of long life. That's it. 
How many of you want to walk in a renewed mind? You, most of you probably are, but like you want to get rid of any of that little dog poop like that's in the brownie. No more. If that's you, come on, raise your hand. Say, I want renewed mind all the time. I'm done with stinking thinking. I want to speak life over every situation. It is not fairy tale. It's not fairy tale. This is not a fairy tale book. If you if you like read this book and put put it into practice with the presence of God, not don't just read it like just like a flat book, right? Read it as a book that's alive. Guess what? You're going to live alive and you're going to see the goodness of God in the land of the living why because you are living. So he just I bless you right now. Again, raise your hand if that's you. Now, just in your own in your own heart, just repent if you have had that if you have not had renewed thinking in a situ- God's going to give up a sit- uh, give you a situation in your head where you have you have bowed to bad thinking, bad theology, and if that's if that's if God's giving you that, I want you to repent for that. There's no condemnation. And now say, God, I want the mind of Christ in every situation. Now that's your prayer. Come on, pray that. God, that you give me the mind of Christ in every situation, that the mind of Christ and the thoughts of heaven would sit in my heart, and that when a situation comes up, I don't even need to like go start freaking out about it because it's already been in my mind, now sitting in my heart, and I can just release from my mouth what's in my heart. I can release heaven over a situation. In Jesus' name. You guys good with that? You want to do that? All right. That's that. Bam. And then we're done. That's it. It's that easy. It's that easy. I'm going to read this real quick again. Real quick. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him? We, you and I, have the mind of Christ. Let's walk in it. Amen. Amen. All right. That's it. I feel like somebody should close it, but I'll just close it. Can we have our ministry team come up? I heard that the other day. We had been, we had always called altar team, prayer team, whatever. And then I was listening to some uh, preacher the other day. He said ministry team. And I'm like, ministry team, that's a good. So have our ministry team come up. If you want prayer, these guys have been appointed, anointed, ordained. Uh, and they are awesome. So if you need prayer for anything, come up. They will pray for you. They will release heaven over you. All right? All right, so people are already leaving. Wonderful. So if you uh, have uh, this week where you get that thought that is anti-Christ thought, anti-anything that's a- opposed to Christ, if you have that anti-Christ, I'm not thinking a spirit of anti-Christ, but an anti-Christ thought, I want you to go, no, no, no. I've been, I have the mind of Christ, and I'm not going to welcome that. All right, have a good week. We'll see you next week for our founding pastor. It's going to be an awesome week.